6 o'clock. Always a good time to call Baird Brothers. Featuring fine hardwood since 1960. This is News Radio 570 WKBN, Youngstown. It's 31. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Securities and advisory services offered through Investicorp, member FINRA, SIPC. Information provided during the J. Arnold Wealth Management Company show is intended for informational purposes only and should not be considered advice. Please consult with your own investment advisor or tax advisor before making any investment decisions. This is the J. Arnold Wealth Management Show. That's what it is here. News Radio 570 WKVN stepping up to microphone number one. Let me see. He's all dressed up here tonight. Must have just came off of some... Uh, dressed up, nowhere to go. Uh, no, here? Boy, does he know how to make a guy feel it's welcome. the beard. I have to see the beard. How you been? John Arnold's here. What do we got? So we, we got the suit on uh, tonight. Yeah. You know, no sports coat. Just the suit to here. Oh, I took the coat off. I was wearing it. Right, okay. Over there. Obviously meeting with clients today, right? Yep. I, I know you didn't dress this way for me. I would no, like to. I, I wouldn't. I would have bearded up in a <laughs> right. sweatshirt and all that to match you. But uh, when I like, we're real formal in our in our, our firm. So Monday through Friday, it's suit and tie. Mm-hmm. Friday, I sometimes I wear a sport coat or a button down or a polo. And Saturday, same thing. But. We're real formal when you see clients. Tell me about, uh, and you've been meeting with clients, uh, tell me a little bit about, with no names, mm-hmm. for example, your day and what clients want. I mean, I, I mean, I know you... I know your schedule, John Arnold. I know that you're busy today and tomorrow and Wednesday, and you've got a lot of stuff going on. Tell me, what, what, are, what do these people want? Are they regular clients, new clients? Give me the, give me the lowdown. Well, your question's twofold, so... Like today, we had like eight new clients. It was oh, crazy. Well, what's happened is, is like we're in our Florida, Florida office during the winter months, so I come up here and I fly to see. Um, Your arms must be tired. They are. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, oldest joke eagle. in the world. That's, yeah. a good, that's a great one. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I don't want to miss the opportunity in our business, so I fly up for three to four straight days, and I just see clients and prospective clients literally morning to night like my, my day started at 7 a.m this morning it'll end tonight around 9 30. could you tell me about some of no names i don't want any no, of that obviously uh tell me about some of the prospective clients are they coming out of the bank are they coming from different different people what are they tell me about these I'll, meetings i'll just tell you about my agenda today so one client the one before we got in the show uh real common name so i'll just use no, joe, no. joe and don joe um, and, uh, they, is that Joe bag of donuts? I it think was I Joe know. bag of donuts. Okay. The same Joe bag of donuts, uh, <laughs> that was questioning Obama, right? Yeah. And Warren. Uh, but no, I, uh, the, uh, you know, their concern was really one, where am I going to be at retirement when I do turn 60 and two, this portfolio I have with this other firm sucks so bad. Like, you know, what are you going to do differently? And I was thinking, my God, like, like there's no way in the past. How in the past two years could it suck that bad? Yeah, like everybody's made money, my competitors included. Like now, do you look guys, at it Morgan and say, Stanley "Boy, this does suck"? Ass. Like we're doing good. Do you look at the portfolio, or do they tell you what it's in and stuff? No, you- he didn't have a statement with me. But what he told me is like what he noticed is the number's still the same as it was last year. And I said, "How is that possible? How is that possible?" I said, "With like, record, how is that possible?" In the worst of like the worst of us, like 
I can't use names, but even the like lower echelon of our business like is making money for people right now. Well, the, the market's been setting records highs. So yeah. my question to you is, how is that possible? I don't know. He must have him in a money market or a, some kind of crabby bond fund. But mm-hmm. uh, so that was the so the one concern is is my portfolio is not even close to the market. Mm-hmm. The other concern was, you know, what, what am I going to look like at retirement? One of the big appointments I had the day before, uh, Miss Joe and Don were, um, I'm going to call him Michael. Okay, this guy Michael, his, he, he's with a, uh, he's with another firm down in Florida. He not getting the, he's not getting the love I should say or the the, the you know the service he expects. Big portfolio, you know, million dollar portfolio, and he felt like he, he deserves better service, more of a close relationship. And his main thing is, is is providing an income for him. Him and his wife retired early, mm-hmm. earlier, and he wants to take off the earnings, not off the, right, the investment, right, which is what we specialize in. And right. Like, so he went to a couple other advisors prior to me that you know the to, to see what they had to say strategy wise, and they just danced around stuff and wouldn't just come out with it and give him a strategy. And I was like, well, this is like common sense. This is one, two, three. Here's what you have. Here's what we're gonna do. This is what we're going to withhold for taxes. This is the check we're going to send you on the month. I was like, I don't think you need. You had questions about life insurance and some other stuff. I was like, you know, the situation you're in, there's no need for life insurance. I was like, this is what we're going to do. Boom, boom, boom. And if you don't want to do it this way, here's another strategy. Here's a strategy. Take it or leave it. You know, it's this is what we can do. And uh, his thing was, is this this is seeming way too easy. Like this is exactly what I want. I'm like, I couldn't figure out why the other people weren't telling him this like it's still mind-blowing to me it was a simple strategy and uh so there there was one some of them were are referrals from other clients who they were testing the you know the client to see if they did good with me and then are a lot of these people are they uh, first-time investors into the stock market no. no no okay no well all these people are just been with the wrong kind of people salesmen like always mm-hmm. talk about here you know they win in good times and they lose in bad times and no ideas, new, no new fresh strategies, nothing cutting edge. You know, here's your plethora of American funds, blah blah blah. Boring stuff. God, it's like, man, it's like, how are these people still existing in my business? Like, right, but but you're an active money manager, which mm-hmm. means you can buy and sell and all that kind of stuff, move move stuff around, which is a huge difference between them and some of these other mm-hmm. guys. Let's just start start right with that kind of stuff. So you, they they they. Get a get a report as you move their money and make and make them money. Basically, is what I'm saying. Now, just give me a ballpark idea of ages of these people, if you will. Absolutely, forty eight to sixty eight, seventy. Oh, right in the right area to mm-hmm. be, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I mean, if you're forty eight, fifty, and you're thinking about retirement, did you you told me once? Watch this, folks. I'm on my game here today with Arnold because he's in meetings all day. He's got to be tired. I'm going to get the best of him before the show's over. Uh, when you were saying about people retiring early, the big sh- the big bombshell is how much if you don't get Medicare health care costs are. And remember when you say it's a game changer for a lot of people. A lot of people come in and they say, well, I want to take my retirement. Listen to this, folks, at 62. And John says, okay, and okay, you're going to need, let's say, 1200 a month for hospitalization with a big deductible. Right when he gets those words out of his mouth... That's people say no. I'm just going to work time 65. Mm-hmm. That's how much healthcare has changed retirement, right? It's crazy. I'm an example. Like we just had our third kid, as you know, 
Uh, I, I hope you get cable and start doing something else in the evening. I cannot figure out how I keep catching this disease. I got a stinking <laughs> nine suspicion. Nine months later, my wife's popping out these things. I'm what the heck is going hey, on? You keep going home in these nice looking suits, and yeah. she can't keep her hands off of you. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> so, so um, the. Uh, where were we at? You, know, you were talking about, thinking about my the, the yeah, you, were, yeah, you started thinking about all those kids. You were talking about the cost of health care. Oh, man, that's like the nail in the coffin. So, all right, so where I was going with it. So our third kid arrived, and um, $6,000 deductible, um, family plan, nothing extravagant. Right. $1,400 a month. My wife, forty two. For you, fourteen hundred a month for my for my family with a big deductible. Yeah, that's forty two year old, thirty six year old, three young kids, all healthy. Mm-hmm. What in the world is this world coming through? So that's a two hundred thousand dollar a month. That's a two hundred thousand dollar house payment. So if I owned a two hundred thousand dollar home, that's what my payment would be. My health insurance is costing. Excuse me. My health insurance is costing me the equivalent of a two hundred thousand dollar house. I want you to think about that. Right. In addition to that. The first six thousand dollars has to come out of my pocket, right? Right. That's that's incredible. So, my wife and I, thankfully, we make good money now, but wasn't always the case. What I come in my mind and say is, what in the hell are people who aren't making good money doing? Right. It's blowing my mind. So that just relates to you. What your conversation is with me here is because this is, a, is game a game changer. changer. Like, yeah. Just before December, we were quoting people that were in that gap between sixty to sixty-five. a month coverage, okay? Which was not reasonable, but we could do it. Just two months later, the $1,300 a month. They're throwing their hands up like, what the hell am I going to do here? Like, I'm forced to work another five years until Medicare. It's wrong. I I don't care what anybody says, Democrat, Republican, whatever. This healthcare thing is way out of control. Right, because because now all of, of now all of a sudden people are saying, well, wait a minute, I save this much money, and as you get closer to that age, you got to be a little more con- mm-hmm. uh, careful of how you do uh, do that money. So you mm-hmm. know because there's less time to recover, and now you're saying, well, I got to take thirteen hundred just for healthcare. Now it's like, well. How much more can I take to live and enjoy the lifestyle that you want to enjoy, right? That's why it's a game changer. Well, yeah. I mean, there's only so much kitty to go around. So, all right. So, let's say someone has $500,000 in their IRA. Mm-hmm. And they're going to and they're gonna get Social Security, say, 1600 bucks. So, let's say we can generate $5,000 a month income, all right? Between the Social Security and the interest we, we think we can generate, probably five grand. After taxes, it's probably $3,800 are going to clear. And 2000 is going to go to health care. That maybe let's say fifteen hundred. That's not right. That's not what that's with right. a deductible. With a deductible, and they're looking at me cross. I'm like, wait a minute here. It's like, how do you like? This is not the, the American dream, right? And my hopes of retiring right. at sixty two just went boom that way. And I don't have an answer for them. So when people tell me about this Obamacare and this and that, it does not work. It's done. It's done nothing but destroy the American health care system. And and change the age at which people can retire. Right. It's horrible. I mean, and, and it's a it's a big factor in this, and you see this on a regular basis, mm-hmm. right? I do on it. So I mean, think about just think about what he's saying. And I don't know that you can. When I say regular basis, I'm talking like ten to fifteen times a month. That's huge, though. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, is that not an eye-opener for the person who's used to working and having benefits provided? Somebody like you saying, okay, when you retire, let's first check and see what your health care is going to cost. This is an eye-opener. That is the crossroads we're in, like... We get every, like, they're excited, excited, excited. I'm putting on paper. And, and they're proud. I've saved all this money. Right. I should, with Social Security, I should have a pretty they decent retirement. Bonds. They kept their heat low in the winter and they kept their right. air conditioning low. They did everything my parents did and your parents did. Right. Got to the American dream and then yanked right out yanked from under them. That, like a carpet. It's just now you got, you're forced. And believe me, when you were, I don't care if you're, you know, selling umbrellas or Bibles or. In your case, a radio personality or investment guy like me, after you're, you know, when you turn a certain age, you're sick of it. Mm-hmm. You just want to call it a day and right off into the sunset. Right, right? you get so tired. You're ready. Right. You're ready life, for something different. Life doesn't last forever. Exactly. Though, just as a side note before I mention that, that's another thing you got to love about John Arnold's. Uh, you know, you, <laughs> no, I mean, you, I mean, you say, I'll never forget this story, and it's why I tell you. John, John will say, people will save all this money and... You know, then on the other hand, when they get to a retirement age, now they don't enjoy it, or the or they get sick, or they don't. Uh, I, I mean, that is another thing that really bothers you. What the healthcare thing bothers you when prospective people wanting to retire at sixty-two, and how annoyed you get with that. And I can tell it 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 bothers you. Another thing that bothers you is a lot of times when people reach an age to where they retire. They don't. The, the, their life ends. They don't get to enjoy their money. Talk a little it bit about that. It makes no sense to me. Like, in my opinion, we, I think, mean, as Americans, we've been brainwashed to do things the opposite. Like Europeans have the exact opposite way of thinking of retirement as us. Mm-hmm. Their thing is enjoy your life when you're younger, when you can climb mountains and hike and bicycle ride and do all the things you see on the commercials of people retiring. The truth of the matter is, by the time you retire, all you want to do is sit in the recliner and, and watch the prices right. And watch the grant and hope the grant gets come over, right? Mm-hmm. That ain't life. Mm-hmm. So I tell people, take that damn money at 62. I know you don't agree with it because you think taking it at 67 and getting $1,000 more or whatever it is a month and you're going to ride off into the sun says the way to go. The thing is that when you turn 67 or 68, whatever you're going to take it at, you don't know when that plug's going to be pulled. You might be dead. You might be dead. Uh, and and he's talking because you've seen this happen. Oh, time after time after time. And um, and then here's the rub, and that's why you know. And then the kids get it, and they go out and enjoy it. They do, as a you know, all they the do. work and sacrifice, and in some cases, blow it and that kind of stuff. I mean, well, I, I don't, you know, it's not a good thing. It's not, and they don't appreciate what mom and dad did, or the grandkids especially. So Stand by with that thought. All right, he's here, he's live, he's in person, he's on fire. <laughs> Come on, Arnold, sit up straight, pep up a little bit over there, man. This is the John Arnold uh, Truth and in Investing Show, News Radio 570 WKVN. He's not going anywhere till 7 o'clock, and we'll have more with John coming up after this. News Radio 570 WKVN. Oh, Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy's. Low tonight, 23. 60% chance of snow showers tomorrow, John. 34 for high, 22 for low, 60% chance on Wednesday. 29 for high, dry Thursday and 40, dry Friday and 47. 
Uh, rain on Saturday in 54 and 54 on Sunday. John Arnold is here on News Radio 570 WQBN. John is uh, really one of the fastest growing guys around when it comes to really people seeking him out, is what I want to say. I mean, I, I can tell you just from talking to John during our breaks. I mean, I'm talking people that have uh, said, I'm not sitting in these CDs making nothing. I'm talking people that are with uh, other brokers that are saying, Wait a minute! Everything's booming, and I'm kind of stagnant, or I got mediocre growth. Uh, don't throw anything at me, John. Uh, guys that are more interested in their commission than they are in their client, he mm-hmm. gets all upset with me. That's my opinion, as far as I'm concerned. This is what I'm saying when it comes to John Arnold. So these people basically seek you out because they hear about you from their friends, or or other clients. John has said to me personally on the air, he says, if I can't beat the S&P 500 average, then I'm not doing my job. For our growth clients, yeah, that's true. Why would you invest in anything but VOO then? Right. VOO is the S&P 500 Vanguard ETF. Right. Really, truly, why would you? Uh, But it's a philosophy. I mean, I want people to understand, John's going to talk, you know, when you come to see John, John's going to talk to you, see how old you are, what you what what your you know how much money you got how old you are when you're planning on retiring figuring out this a strategy so you know how aggressive or non-aggressive are you and and basically once you seek that from a person then as a coach you're going to say here's my recommendations here is my game plan for your money and it will be adjusted depending on the market and that kind of stuff so you hit it you hit it out of the park that's exactly what I do and I will add, since 2000, I'm going to say nine. No, I'll say 10. We have been 100% referral based. So the only way we get new clients is either from the, the radio show and or a referral from an existing client. Because our, we have a big enough clientele that was self-supporting. My point is I don't spend any time on any kind of salesmanship. And I'm, I'm not knocking on You don't have the time. I, I got to tell you something, a story that's incredible to me. Uh, I mean, God bless these guys. They have, they gotta have kahunis the size of elephants. Edward Jones guys, they go around door to door, knocking on neighborhoods door to door, literally introducing themselves like the old school, you know, Western and Southern. What are they selling? Vacuum cleaners? No, you would think, but they do. (laughs) Driveway ceiling guts. Uh It takes a lot of guts, but they're literally going around door to door neighborhoods, like introduce themselves. And obviously, you said you see these practices all over the place. But I'm thinking, my God, if someone knocked on my door. And ask me to invest money with some... You think twice about it. Think twice? I mean, what the hell are you talking about here? Like, what, what do you mean you're, 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 you want me to invest money with you? Well, you talk to me a little bit about <laughs> the person that comes from a referral. A referral usually so, is the following. Hey, I my neighbor invests with you, and he told me what, <clears throat> what you're doing for him and, right. that, and that kind of stuff. That's usually what happens, isn't it? That's exactly what happens. And, and so I was going somewhere with this. So... Those Edward Jones guys or the guys that are, you know, cold calling and all those things are spending a lot of time on getting new clients where we are spending all of our time on our existing clients. Hold on. Just mull that over because that's the big difference. Yes, it is. Because, uh, because see, John is, John Arnold is managing the money. You follow what I'm saying? That's it. We're I, managing I mean, the portfolio. Y- 
I, I don't mean to insult anybody of those guys. You don't have time to go out and knock on doors. No, you are actively, you, you've said to me, hey, you might own a repair shop. You might be a doctor, whatever. You're doing your job. My job is to look at where your money's invested, what's happening in the market that hour, and seeing if I have to adjust anything or change anything. Exactly. Like at any one time, one of my clients will say, and this happened today. Active money managing. I can't. He has a really unusual name, so I can't mention his name. No, yeah, don't. But let's call him Chuck, okay? This today said he, quote, unquote, he said, Don't John, he just came over from the show, believe it or not. Uh-huh. His money just came over. He's a post office worker. He said, uh-huh. why did you choose what you, what I cho- you chose? And I was literally the rat. I, could, I rattled off exactly philosophically, strategically, why we chose what we chose. There was no... Hat, let me go type on the computer or find this file or let me show you. Well, this you fact. should know that reason because you chose it already. That's my whole point. Like the, I could tell that I could, you know, we chose this for this. We chose this for this. We chose this for this. And, and by the way, the strategy is built to do this, this, and this. And here's the reasons why I can prove that. So I started showing him my charts. Mm-hmm. I could show him show how you know the percentage of allocation of why we did we did, and my my contingency plan in the event that the market falls, etc. And after, like, I could see the, like, the, 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 like, the twinkle in his eyes, like, all right, good. I actually got an investment guy on my hands. I don't got some stupid salesman. Right. Well, and that's, that's what people are looking for. No offense. That's what they're paying you for. No, it's not an offense. If I, if I go to my doctor, I'm not there to, to to say, here's what, you know, I think is wrong. No, figure it out. Just like, that's what I do for you. Right. I'm going to say, you know, go say Beatrice to get me out of jail or do a trust or whatever. I don't. I don't want. To, I don't want him to take. You don't know. He, we don't. I want to go eat the country. Dave, just get me the damn right. trust or get me out of jail. That's what I care about. And the, and what you do is the same thing. Same Here's my thing. money. What are you going to do? And how? And how, and you actively manage it. Do you? Uh, where do you see things going as far as the stock market? As far as where they are? This is obviously your your view, your opinion. But just an opinion. Stand yes. by. That's a cliffhanger. Right. See that? That is a cliffhanger. Hey. <laughs> See? Good for you. That's right. Line. See? Old Ron's got a little bit of show case. business in him. All right. <laughs> John Arnold sitting over there looking good, baby, on News Radio 570 WKVN with the investing show. We'll come back with more, so stay tuned. Is the Ron Verb Show on News Radio 570 WKBN? It's 31. The following is a paid program and does not necessarily represent the views of iHeartMedia. Radio 570 WKBN and Ron Verb. I'm sitting here with John Arnold, and this is the investing show on News Radio 570 WKBN, 634, as uh, we go along here. Keep in mind active money managing, what John is talking about, what he does for you uh, with your investment dollars, quite frankly, and different models based on your age, your risk tolerance. But, you know, you're the coach. You guide, you, you listen to people, but you say, here's my strategy, right? I mean, that's what you know, I want that's people to understand. It's crazy that you brought that up because I wanted to bring that up tonight. The only, I would say, minor tiff I get in with some of my clients is they'll call me up. We have a strategy and we're going to work and it's doing really well. 
I'll mail a note or I'll get a text or a phone call. Hey, what about this stock? Or what about this that, that stock? And I'll say, well, we got a portfolio that's doing crazy returns right now. Why will we upset the Apple? Yeah, why? we're winning the game. Yeah, and then here's the thing that kills me. <clears throat> now they put me in such a bind. If they say, well, John, buy me XYZ stock, <clears throat> and I say I don't really think it's a good idea, <clears throat> and it goes up, how stupid do I look, right? Right. Even worse, what if one of my picks goes bad and theirs goes up? It <clears throat> doesn't matter if 10 of my picks are right. If that one pick goes wrong, that is mentally what they're going to remember for the rest of their life. So <clears throat> I can't stand when they don't let me coach the team. They pull what's called a Jerry, they pull a Jerry Jones on me mm-hmm. to where they want me to coach the team, and then Second the guess. owner comes over and says, well, I want to put so-and-so in a quarterback. How? Uh, where's the market going now? Give me. Uh, is My it going to stay a rocky road? Just give me some assessment in your opinion. What you see ahead? I see the third week of March as an opinion. The third week of the March. Of third the week of March. Okay. Botting. That's close. What are? Yeah. This is that's close. We're next week. <laughs> see, this is where he's screwing with me. <laughs> Can you just say next week? With is the key word. Here. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what? See, I, I, I'm not put here to say, okay, when is the third week of March? I got to look at the calendar and that. So that's pretty quick here. Yeah, it's coming. This is good news. Okay, third so week first, of March first, is what? First quarter's almost over. Yeah. What about the third week of March? I think the volatility stops, comes back down to normal. There's up and down crazy. You know, right now, look at the day. I think the Dow Jones is down a buck fifty. And if I and if I remember right, that Nasdaq, yeah, the Nasdaq was up twenty seven. Doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. Same thing happened Friday. Mm-hmm. So you're going to see that craziness where it's up four hundred points and down. Down 400 points. I think that's going to like level off, and you'll get back to nor- normalcy. Why do you feel that way? Um, quarterly, quarterly earnings are coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got a lot of, you know, January was terrible. February was terrible. Actually, February is terrible. January is wonderful. And, you know, a lot of those games we made in January got pulled back a little bit. They came roaring back. It's kind of flatlining a little bit. Volatility is terrible for, for client emotions, so I hate it. But... Overall, I think those quarterly reports that are coming out in April and May are going to be fantastic. And I, I just think it's going to put back people back in the check and say, hell, you know what? we got a great bull market here. So company earnings <laughs> will, will, will do well. Yeah, earnings per share, company earnings forecasts are going to be out. I don't see any bad economic news. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, Hispanic employment's, uh, unemployment's down, black unemployment's down, job creation is good. Everything, uh, Friday I was reading the headlines, every headline was positive. I don't see anything really negative. I told you that. I've been telling you that. Why in the world would you be a contrarian? I'm not asking you. Just talking generally vague. Where's the the contrarians here that are talking gibberish about the market? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, like you described. Tell me, just give me one factual reasoning. Just one. Tell me why that's that's happening. Like why you don't want to invest in the market. Why you think it's going to fall apart. Why you think Armageddon's coming. Uh, these bozos that talk on CNBC and Bloomberg, so-called analysts, they're always wrong. They're always, I wonder if they're just doing it to sell commercials because they're terrible at guessing. Mm-hmm. But uh, like you said, I see the fundamentals of being extremely strong, um, and and that's that. And have you changed any philosophy with the tariffs? Have you are you looking at steel oh, and aluminum? See, the thing is, we already been there. I think it's excellent. I and I'm, you know, I did a rerun last week, so I wanted to ask you about that last week, and I didn't get to. 
you're a Youngstown guy, homegrown like me. Uh, started listening to you, ironically, in the early 80s. What do you think of the tariffs? Uh, I think they're a really good idea based on where, I, where I've been. Here's why I think it's a good idea. First of all, i got a president who ran on something who's fulfilling a campaign promise. Absolutely. I mean, I'm watching a guy who ran and is fulfilling his campaign promises. I haven't seen that for the longest time I've been on the planet. He's saying, these are my ideas, and then he's fulfilling them. He doesn't forget about it and just go do something else. Secondly, I think that he, I think he's a smart guy to say, we're not going to let uh, steel and aluminum go away, and if there's a trade war, we're going to win it. I think this guy is much smarter than they paint him out to be. And, and listen, Mexico and Canada, you want to complain? We need to talk about NAFTA. I think he's got strategies on all corners to deal with this type he's, of situation. He's doing exactly what he said. Like he's being a businessman. Right. And he hit it point blank right in the face. For years, they've been selling our guys down the river. When I say guys, we men and women workers. Correct. And... So I have a I have an executive from a gate company that just retired. Mm-hmm. His home base is in Australia. So this is talking from the horse's mouth. He is so mad at retired because he said if he had, had he told me last night we were together. He said, you know, if I'd have known these tariffs were going to be lifted, I would have probably stayed a couple more years. He said, because this is going to open Pandora's box in a good way. They're making gate gate hardware out of aluminum. Mm-hmm. And they could not compete with that China aluminum. They said they would actually be producing the aluminum on the ships. The actual aluminum production will be actually on the ships as they're coming across mm-hmm. to the United States to sell them, to sell us their aluminums with their tariffs. He said for the first time since he can remember, we have an equal chance to f- play a fair playing field. That came from the horse's mouth. Right. <clears throat> we have Republic Steel. I thought Republic Steel didn't even exist anymore. You know what? And they're opening a plant. They're opening up. Up a plant. My grandfather worked at Republic Steel. Uh, right. I cannot believe my eyes. I mean, they, they have a, fr- a furnace. Uh, where was that? I, I, it's, I think it's in Illinois, if I'm not mistaken. They're opening a, uh, a blast furnace. They never closed it down. It was always, you can't close them down for some reason. you got to keep some heat in them over. This could go on for a long time. So the brick stays and all this kind of stuff. They're restarting that plant, which nobody was at, recalling 500 workers and potentially going to start the other furnace, which is they've been idled. I couldn't believe my ears. I I read in a paper and I thought, "This this is fantastic. It is. It is. And here it is in the heart of our backyard. Mm-hmm. You know, they're re-kicks, things that I never dreamed they could re-kickstart in New York. Right, but I, I sense from you, I, this is a vibe I get mm-hmm. from you, that uh, just to answer this question, your, your investors are doing really well. They are. All right. When, and you I, come in, when you see me come with a smile on my face and vibrate. Right. I, I mean, I, I, I'm just talking. I sense this vibe that your investors are doing really well now, and you feel really good about the future. I really do. I haven't been as confident since 2006. Right. 2006, 2007 were banner years for me. And and, uh, I just, just, honestly, I feel like we've been on eggshells from 09 to like, oh, I'm going to say from from 09 to say 2014. Mm -hmm. I just felt like those six years at any one time, the rug can be pulled out from under us, and I'm going to be back at square zero, you know, apologizing to clients. I am so confident and proud to be an American and, and where this country is going and our president and, 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 and the economy. And, you know, people are getting jobs back. Like, I'm all for the working person. Are your clients excited about their returns? 
Very much so. The reason why if you're, I keep getting away from that is because the, the regulators are very, um, very against what's called promissory language. So, well, well they're, they're right. Yeah. Well, so the, past the, performance, just, uh, whatever they yeah, said. Just, just to disclose that I could lose it all tomorrow. Correct. And I could be wrong tomorrow. But the clients are exceptionally happy. My portfolios have been soundly beating the market. We haven't been taking extraordinary risks. So that means that we're taking the same risk or even lower beta-wise as the SP500, but we're out competing the SP500. And when I'm doing that, I'm making my clients money. And when I'm making my clients money, they're smiling. And it used to be to where we had to be riskier than the SP500 because I didn't. I'm, I don't think I was as good as I am now to do that. Now again, could all go to crap tomorrow. Could all you know? I could be coming in here looking like. The but here, but, but but here's the difference. Answer this question when you say that it could all go to crap tomorrow. But you you are monitoring if it if you sense that it's going to. To try to say, we're going to protect our gains. You follow what I'm saying? You're not, I'm going to ride the market down so you lose it all type of guy. I'm the exact opposite. If you're going to do that, why in the world would you pay somebody a fee or a load to do that? That's, that's literally like taking your money and walking it over and putting it in your trash can and putting it out the front on Monday night to be taken away. That's, the, that's to me, the equivalent of the stupidity of that. Mm-hmm. So... Again, I'm going to be wrong sometimes, but if you team up with your client, that's what I like to do. They're paying me a fee to perform, uh, you know, and I, and you know, the markets, you know, let's say that in God, God, I hope this never happens. Let's say that God, the Golden Gate Bridge got blown up tomorrow by a terrorist attack. I mean, anything's possible. Right. I'm, I'm getting the hell out of the market. I'm going to tell people we're out. But okay? you but but you want to get out in time to keep the gains right. that they've made. So we You're not take, a ri- I'm going to ride the market down. Well, none of my stuff is tied up is my point. So my clients invest money with me. We can we're liquid. We're not we're not we're not tied because we have a 6% load or in some crazy 10-year annuity or or uh, you know this or that. Bottom line is is we and we're in exchange traded funds too, so I can move on the I can move on the minute. Whereas I don't have to wait it for, I don't have to eat the day's loss. Mm-hmm. So we're getting out and we're not calling our clients first. We're just getting out mm-hmm. and we're going to go to cash and let the market fizzle out. And and, and, and that's a good assurance that the clients get. How do you, uh, is it, um, I mean, you, you study a lot, you watch trends mm-hmm. and this kind of stuff. I got to hand it to you. You spotted the trend right when the market was going down and th- there are times that I think you're flipping out when you didn't do the stop losses. I'm going back a few shows, and I said, John, the market, and look at this. And you said, no, I don't want them to kick in and that kind of stuff. You were looking at some trends that's triggered in your mind that somewhere, somehow, that this was going to be a, this is going to solve itself the next day or in two days. Well, when I see trading volume doing what it's doing in the middle of the day, um, it's, it's all artificial. It's called noise. I know that that's not fundamental. Uh, I know that they're going to kick the stop losses in artificially and, like I talked before, get a ride on my client's back and win both ways. And it's my job to make sure they don't do that to my client. Um, and when I talk about they, I'm talking about big money and, and supercomputers. Mm-hmm. So supercomputers will will see, per you know, with an algorithm, we'll see a stop loss out there on X amount of shares of a stock or an equity, and it will trigger it to, you know, there's a way to manipulate it to bring it down short it, hit the stop loss, buy it low, and then make money long within the same day right on my client's back. Right. You're hip to that game, though, right? I am. 
Uh, and then fun. The other thing is common sense wise, like you just pointed out about ten minutes ago. Tell me why, why in the world you would ever sell? Like, like there's no fundamental reason. There's the earnings reports are coming in great. Unemployment's going down. GDP's going up. Uh, you know, inflation is being tempered. Interest rates are still crazy low. Like, there's no real fundamental bad news of to make that decision. I can't. I could not look someone in the eye and said, I made this decision based on this, this, and this negatively, and I couldn't do it. Maybe I would lose. What information, John Arnold's our guest, what information do you get from when you say, okay, you when you come back here and then you look in Florida and that kind of stuff? It's, it's a world perspective, isn't it, to see what's uh, economically what's going on? Because well, sometimes like, we can get in a, it's like in a funk here, I think. It's like Mar- it's like literally it's a difference between Mars and Earth. It's that much different. But you know, I'm looking at even here, John. I'm looking here. You know, from that Lordstown plant that's being built out there, that a billion dollar project. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about a, a huge, uh, uh, I think TJ Maxx warehouse or home out there. You know, another another big facility locating in in Lordstown. I mean, we got stuff going on here too. Not to the level in these other no, places. No, they're not. But I mean, how? I mean, I can be prouder of our county. But think about that. Yeah. It's happening. You know, suddenly yeah. our location, you know, and all of this stuff is good for us here. And you know, we don't have the boom that they got in Florida. But we're not. You know, let we're me, getting let, there. Let me tell you something. If you haven't been around downtown Youngstown lately, go drive past YSU. Go try drive past Youngstown. Well, that State. motel's going up. Yeah, that are just, just about talking down. about Youngstown State in general. That's a beautiful college campus. Mm-hmm. That's a legit college campus. There's beautiful buildings and old, you know, where the days of like old houses dilapidated around the university, those are gone. You got beautiful complexes there. You got beautiful planted fields. I would definitely be proud if I got, let's say I lived in uh, Kentucky Mm -hmm. and my kid paid a visit to Youngstown State. I'm very proud to send my kid to Youngstown State. And Youngstown State's the second largest employer in the Charles County area. So when you talk about that with the hotel and the new employers, Youngstown's a young. I'm long on Youngstown. I'm long on what we're doing here. But I mean, those are good economic trends here. So if it's affecting us here, exactly for, you know for a company like. to say, I'm going to build this giant warehouse <laughs> and and uh, employ a thousand people or something like that. That's that's huge to this area. If you're in the building trades right now, you're set pretty much for years any, to come. Any of the good contractors out there, I mean, they're two to three months booked. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want, if you want the guy or the woman or the team that's like. The five-star contractor, whether you're putting in a basement or you're putting in a shed or building a house, you know you're you're in line. You're waiting on them, guys. Right, and the and the real estate girls all tell me the same thing. If you're in the price range of ninety to three hundred thousand, that that area, Good luck. I mean, there's the their biggest problem is inventory. inventory. Yes, yeah, so and Holly, I'm not ta- John. I'm not talking in the world. I'm talking here. No, I'm talking here. I I mean, Holly Rich, he's a close friend of ours. Cindy Lawsonheiser and Dennis Ganoas, very close friend of mine. Cindy's my agent. I talk to them frequently uh, in, in addition to her show on Wednesdays. And we've been talking about that for two years. It's not a, it's a matter of inventory. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're not financing homes and buying homes. And did you know it's a seller's right. market? So the person yeah. selling oh, yeah. is getting they're top in, dollar. Oh, yeah, they are. And it's a, like, like Holly talked about once on her show, it's not a matter of, like, price. It's a matter of who can buy. You cash will, will trump a loan any time. Right. You but know, there are people buying houses locally going beyond the asking price. I can tell you I was one of them. So three years ago, I purchased, I, I put a bid in at a lake house on Berlin Lake to you know, spend time with the kids. Mm-hmm. And I won the bid. Mm-hmm. And I was a cash buyer. 
And unfortunately, we did the home inspection, and there was mold because right. they didn't do the proper ventilation. So Jennifer and I thought it was the best thing to back out of it. Correct. They didn't want to go through with it, but there was nine people behind us paying, and we paid. We were willing to pay overpriced. There was nine people up to $25,000 more than asking that they were willing, and it was one of Holly's clients, and Cindy was my representation. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, that they couldn't be happier to write a check. All right. $25,000 over asking. Think about that. Think about that. And we're talking here. John Arnold's with us. I give you details how to find him mm-hmm. and uh, take advantage of what he has to say and what he can do for you. Coming up momentarily, News Radio 570 WKBN. Storm Team 27 forecast brought to you by Cordy's. Low tonight's going to be down to 23 degrees. we got a 60% chance, John, of snow showers tomorrow. 34 for high, 22 for a low. 60% chance of snow showers. You folks, it's just an inside joke. I'm loving reading this forecast <laughs> over there. I'm not even going to tell you why. 60% chance of snow showers on Wednesday, John, and 29 for a high. And then things get better all of a sudden on Thursday. It'll be 40 and partly sunny. Friday be 47 and dry. Saturday 54 and Sunday 55. I can't tell you the pleasure it just gave me to do that forecast. It's 30 right now. <laughs> News Radio. I got to hear off the air with that as well. WKV. And remember, you can take us with you wherever you go. Just download the iHeartRadio app. It's free. And listen to News Radio 570 WKV and wherever you might be. All right. We're talking with John Arnolds. Now, John Arnolds, active, uh, uh, active money manager, watching, you know, a coach for your money. That's how I'm going to define mm-hmm. you. Coach for your money. Coming in. What uh, you know? What what's your game plan? What uh, what you know? How old are you? All this kind of stuff. Here's my suggestions. Here's what I think I can I, I can do for you. And what what my suggestion is. Uh, that's Coach Arnold is what I should call him. All right. That that's number one. Number two. Okay. Uh, market could be doing this, doing that. He has the ability to react to it at that time to move money from this area to that area if necessary. Uh, without bugging you or or you bugging him so that you can hopefully and potentially keep your gains. That's what the goal always is here because nobody knows what can happen in the news or what can happen in the markets. Uh, Plenty of people coming out of the bank going into uh, talking to John. Plenty of people leaving other people who put them in um, insurance or things along those lines which don't work out so well, let's put it that way, that have a lot of lot of um, fees associated with them and restrictions associated with them. So when the dust settles, you're not doing so well. This is what you're all about, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, this just, is John Arnold. John Arnold poster board. Right. Uh, Coach Arnold, I'm calling I'm you. That's my, you're going to make Jim Trussell very jealous pretty soon you keep calling me Coach. I heard, incidentally, I happen to be, uh, just as a side note, in Hanoverton on Friday, with a friend of yours who you would play some poker with, and I'm not saying nothing more. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Yes, yeah. And I said, did he ever win? And the answer was, yes, he did a few times. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I, I said, made Dave laugh a lot of times. All right. I said, son of a gun. He won at that, too. You know what I mean? And so I got a little upset. All right, now, let's talk, first of all, location. Uh, I mean, if, if you want to meet John and have him review your current investments or talk to him about what he can do for you, there's no fee for uh, consultation and all that kind of stuff and genuinely no pressure you're not a salesman yeah absolutely you're a money 
property manager, I'd not say a salesman. Half the people we see, we've seen, what, I think 15 people a day, half of them were uh, prospective clients from the show. And I was like, hey, here's my program. That's what we can do for you. Thank right. you very much for considering. Let me know when you're ready. Right. That he was, was an the, active yeah. money manager. Yeah. If he was a good salesman, he'd be doing cars. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, and there's nothing wrong with being a salesman, but I, that's not what I do with the money. So, uh, yeah, it's free consultation, no obligation, no pressure. And you come see us, uh, 330-965-9890. You can email me at jarnoldwealth.com. Excuse me, jarnoldwealth.com. Uh, my new website is www.jarnerwealth.com. Um, and, and that's that. I mean, it's just, let me take a look at your portfolio. Let me see if it's the best thing you're in. I'll tell you the truth. Sometimes, I got to tell you, Ron, every once in a while, I'll come across a kick-ass portfolio and say, They're I got to tell you, job. unless you don't like this person, this person's doing pretty good for you. But that's an honest evaluation. Yeah. yeah. Or, every I got one guy who was brilliant. I, I couldn't even believe he made it. Like, I was wondering what the heck he was doing here. Like, this guy manages his own money. He showed me his portfolio. Was, he had a lot of the same picks I did and even lower prices. And he had a lot of other good picks. I was thinking, I said, I said I'd be honest with you. I'd love to take your money and your business, but you're doing a I'm good not going to outperform you. Yeah, you, That's the truth. You don't you're, need you're, me. You're good. Right. Yeah, and uh, he couldn't believe it. But here's the thing. I didn't want to, like, give this guy's business to all this paperwork and, you know, not meet his expectations if he thinks I could beat him. You know, that's a sour relationship. No, but isn't that what people are looking for? Just honesty? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I, I tell, not sell. Right. Ex- ex- exactly right. That's what it's all about. I think the best way is always to call the office and to, to schedule an appointment to see John when you have the opportunity to do so. See how he can help you, what he can do for you, what his, what his ideas are for you and that kind of stuff. So, you know, we have all the website and all that kind of stuff, but it's uh, it's right there at the corner, pretty close to uh, Lockwood and 224 on Star Center is where he's at, uh, John Arnold, J. Arnold Wealth Management. Phone number once again, please. 330-965-9890. Free consultations, no pressures. Look forward to hearing you. Good seeing you. Same. All right, stay tuned. Sean's coming up. WKBN Youngstown.